With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Family owned and operated since 1972. Sevcheck Service Center, 2200 Longmire, just down from the post office in College Station. Athletics on the Zone 1150 and 93.7 FM. Aggieland, this is your home for Texas A&M baseball. The Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. You're listening to KZNE College Station, Brian. From WTAW, I'm Chelsea Reber with a news update on The Zone. The Brazos County Tax Office brings up the current cold weather to remind those paying property taxes by tomorrow's deadline of the options for what is expected to be standing room only lines. That includes making payments and secure drop boxes near the front door by tomorrow at 5 p.m. Payments can also be made by phone and online. More information is at BrazosTax.org. The tax office discourages payment by mail because state law requires the postmark as the payment date. Speaking of, Texas winters can be unpredictable. Pat McIntyre from College Station Utilities provided some tips for wintertime maintenance during his visit on WTAW. You want to change your uh, AC filter, heating filter, uh, so you got in- good indoor air quality. And you know these Texas winters, they can be 75 one day and 25 the next. McIntyre also says now is a good time to be in the attic to check your insulation levels because it isn't too hot. During his first visit on WTAW's The Infomaniacs, Bryan City Councilman Ray Arrington was asked about his priorities for District 2. Arrington said infrastructure improvements are needed. If we go back over the uh, CIP, and if we tweak that a little bit, you know, if we tweak that and maybe reprioritize it a little bit, I think that District 2 will grow and the economy of Bryan will grow. Arrington believes there is property in District 2 that would be more attractive to companies if the infrastructure was improved. The new week of school in Navasota ISD includes a junior high student not being allowed to be on any district campus. Navasota's superintendent says that's after finding on the student's social media a photo of the student with a firearm while on the junior high campus. A letter from the superintendent states they do not know when the photo was taken and no weapon was found on the campus. The student faces an expulsion hearing. For more news, go online to WTAW.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WTAW1620. I'm Chelsea Reber on The Zone. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. Lately, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily physical activity. This is a health crisis, and the solution is in our hands and our feet. It's on our shoulders. It's on our backs. It's in our souls. It's time to move and keep moving, America, wherever you are, however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function, pain management, and immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side, increasing your strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, like a date with my wife, or going out together with my family and friends, things that we couldn't afford. Thanks to Vectix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. We can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www. V-E-T-T-I-X dot org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. Eddie! 
Securing your Wi-Fi connections is an important element of protecting your personal data. For maximum security, your network should include only devices with the latest in security technology, properly locked down with Wi-Fi protected access encryption, and a strong password. This is especially important when using public Wi-Fi locations. They are prime locations for hackers to steal your personal and financial data. A public service message from the Consumer Electronics Association. From sports physicals to orthopedic surgery to physical therapy, Central Texas Sports Medicine and Orthopedics offers expert care in a wide range of comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine services. Central Texas Sports Medicine and Orthopedics is located at 3121 University Drive East next to the Physician Center. With advanced x-ray and MRI services on site, the doctors can quickly diagnose injuries and recommend the best course of treatment. Central Texas Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Go to CentexSportsMedicine.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us here on this dreary Monday. This portion of the program brought to you by Central Texas Sports Medicine. Huge week around here, of course, as we get you ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, and we will spend the majority of our time getting you ready and breaking that down. And in the middle, of course, we have got signing day on Wednesday, and we're all over that. Our big signing day show will go uh, until midnight on Wednesday, so uh, get ready for that. Uh, Coming up, we're going to hear from Buzz. We're going to have our writers' roundtable in the second hour of the program, uh, Purdue is the unanimous number one team, according to the AP poll out today. The Boilermakers sitting at 21-1. and one. Tennessee is up to number two. Houston stays at three. Alabama drops two spots to four. Arizona at five, then Virginia. K-State up to seven. Kansas at eight. UCLA nine. Texas remains at ten. Baylor is up six spots to number 11. Iowa State is 13. TCU is at 15. Uh, And Auburn is at 25, down 10 spots after a couple of losses this last week. The SEC Player of the Week is Tennessee guard Sakai Ziegler, who uh, averaged 16.5 points, 8.5 assists, 3 steals, and and 2.5 boards and wins over Georgia and Texas. He had his third career double-double with 22 points and 10 assists over the Longhorns. Kentucky guard Kaysen Wallace from Richardson High School is the freshman of the week, averaging 12 points, 5.5 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2.5 steals in a win against Vanderbilt and the loss at Kansas. The schedule tomorrow evening, of course, includes the Aggies. They will be at Arkansas for a 6 o'clock game on ESPN2. A 5.30 start on our partner station, 1620 WTAW. Also tomorrow, Mississippi State is at South Carolina. Vanderbilt at Alabama and Kentucky at Ole Miss over the weekend. The SEC went 3-7 and seven in their challenge against the Big 12. A few weeks ago, news broke about the public recruiting drama at Florida, $13 million deal. The NCAA and enforcement staff won't be hamstrung by uncooperative witnesses now for NIL violations, thanks to a bylaw that went into effect January 1st. Investigators can use circumstantial evidence like a news story or a tip instead of on-record sourcing to presume a school violated NCAA rules. Schools can disprove the allegation or else be potentially charged. In other words, they're guilty until proven innocent. Nothing like the NCAA to make things right in the American justice system. And people want Congress to be involved with this stuff. I mean, come on, people. John Duncan, 
vice president of enforcement says, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Again, this is somebody on the NCAA staff. Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby Hull has died at the age of 84. Hull, the Golden Jet, had a 23-year career. And with the Chicago Blackhawks, scored 604 goals, 98 game-winning goals, 28 hat tricks, all of those number one in Chicago history. Rory McIlroy overcame a final round charge from Patrick Reed to win the Dubai Desert Classic this morning. McElroy rolled in a birdie putt at number 18 for a four under 68. Um, that was one shot better than Reed, who shot a 65. The pair had traded verbal blows Wednesday after an altercation at the practice range Tuesday that saw McElroy snub Reed, who had gone over to wish him a happy new year. Reed walked away before tossing a golf tee in the direction of McElroy, who has been one of the most vocal critics of the Saudi run LIV golf series. Reed said it was unfortunate McElroy didn't shake his hand and was quoted as describing McElroy as an immature little child. And it sounds like a cage match to me. John Adams, who now. You've got to be a fan, a real fan, to get your name mentioned when you die. John Adams has died at age 71. What did he do? He was the one that pounded the drum in the outfield for the Cleveland Indians for five decades. He first hauled a bass drum that he bought for 25 bucks at a garage sale to the game in 1973. He'd bang out a steady beat whenever the home team was batting and become a Cleveland Indian sports icon. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear from Buzz after the final lap brought to you by Anco Insurance. Does your car insurance have accident forgiveness, a vanishing deductible or coverage for new car replacement or electronic key replacement? These are just a few of the specialty coverages Anco Insurance can provide through our network of major insurance companies. We can help you decide how much coverage is right for you and find the most competitive rates. Do more with your auto insurance. Visit Anco today at 1111 Briarcrest Drive in Bryan or call us at 776-ANCO. Hey, the Rolex 24 was this past weekend at Daytona, and Meyer Shank Racing goes back-to-back, taking the pole-winning number 60 Acura to an over-four-second victory to win the Grand Touring Prototype Class in the first race in a hybrid power machine. This is the second straight and third victory overall in the Rolex 24 for the team as they led a race high of 365 of the 783 laps. Here's Elio Castroneves. Uh, the way I see it, it comes from the top, and the results is coming. So this is just a beginning. It's not a beginning anymore. It's already a proving point. Mike is already a, a proof a point that uh, his system works. The people that he hire, it works. And um, yeah, it's just uh, this is continuation of uh, what we started for uh, last year and then year, years, years past. Uh, really uh, committed people that wants to succeed and not only they are doing it but with passion and sometimes you know people have different perspective when you see uh, you don't need to uh, wear a suit and tie or uh, have uh, follow some of the whatever other people do just to achieve success as long as long as you uh, uh, surround by good people you're able to uh, put a, a, a great program together, and that's exactly what it is. Mike is actually a, a passion person. I, I relate him quite a lot sometimes. You are locked on to the final lap. Attention, if you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance, and you better watch out because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let the tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They're experts in the fresh 
Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks that the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. Optima's resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for their clients. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, they'll fight to get you the best deal possible. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-953-1788. 800-953-1788. 800-953-1788. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Great to have you here on this Monday. My thanks to everybody that filled in for me while I was on assignment working for you last week. We will talk about that coming up later. But first, we're going to hear a little bit from Buzz Williams. This is post-game from Saturday night. Tomorrow, before the Arkansas game, we will hear from Buzz talking about the Razorbacks. He had a visit with the media this afternoon, which just ended about uh, 30 minutes or so ago. Uh, here is Buzz postgame, brought to you by Texas Regional Eye Center. Buzz, a couple of weeks ago, he said that uh, Anderson Garcia was doing a lot of stuff that didn't show up in the stat sheet. Now it is. Uh, can you talk a little bit about his performance tonight? I think he's coming off the best week he's had. Uh, not to take away from Boots' superlative performance uh, or at Auburn or Henry tonight. I, I think the job that Andy and Dre have done, particularly this week, but even throughout the first eight games, has been without question a needle mover, whether the box score shows it or not. And I think, I'm pretty sure, I think tonight was the third game that Solo has missed. And so those minutes, that production, and some of the foul trouble that we've had with our forwards in that three-game span, what Andy has brought has been so good. And I know... Against Florida, he had the block, and there were good things that he's done before that. But this week, he has been – he and Dre have been phenomenal. Buzz, when y'all lost uh, that lead and then the score is tied uh, with about a minute, just under two minutes ago, you uh, called two timeouts pretty close together. Uh, what was the message? What, what, what was – you know, what was the words of wisdom you were giving your guys at that time to spur them on to close this one out? Well, I was just trying to manipulate the game. Uh, there wasn't necessarily a lot of wisdom. Um, I thought the draw up was right. I thought we executed it really well. Uh, I thought they defended it well. I thought the offensive rebound uh, at that moment out of the first timeout was ginormous. And... Uh, similar to when I called the timeout against Florida when Solo had it opposite our bench. I just didn't like the vibe, and so I called another one. And um, I think that led to two free throws. So I think they went on a 10-1 run, Olin, and um, I didn't call a timeout on purpose. Um Offensively, uh, if you take Texas A&M and you take Vanderbilt, there's 12 other teams left in the SEC. If you took the play catalog of those other 12 teams and added them all up, it would not be more than what Vanderbilt runs. And so this is only my opinion. I think you have to as best you can hold timeouts for as long as you can, no matter what the line is, no matter what the perception is, they have so many plays to take advantage of whatever you're doing defensively. And they have so many plays that are series of plays for each specific player that 
if you think as a coach, my opinion, that it's going to be a one or two possession game, I think you have to hold those timeouts, similar to your question two media times ago, because it's going to be a one or two possession game where as a coach, you have to try to figure out how to help your team. So I wasn't like, I wasn't saying anything relative to what had transpired. I was saying, this is what we need to do in order to finish the game. So how were y'all so successful uh, down there in, in crunch time, uh, denying them three pointers when they shot them so well? Throughout well, the we changed some of our coverage um, on a few things in the second half and then changed it again after, it seems like the first timeout called by coach was mine in the second half late though, right? Like, how much time's left? Four-ish? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and so that meant that there was still a media because there's five timeouts in the second half, right? When did I call the timeout? Uh, 1.41. That wasn't the first one, though, was it? I think there was one time when they were having a review. Yeah. Well, we're, 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 we've, we've become really good at reviews. <laughs> <laughs> we lead the nation in reviews. First one I see is at one, yeah, one forty-one. Okay, well then it counted as the media. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so from that point forward, Olin, we changed some other coverages specific to ten. No, I saw Henry out there. Yeah. Running. Yeah. With uh, with with the way that y'all run defense and the way that they that that uh, was it Miles mm-hmm. shoots. Um, how how much was uh, getting out on him a little bit more of the second half change as well. Yeah, I was for sure a part of it. Statistically speaking, he's the second best shooter in the league. I told our kids, uh, I understand numbers and probably rely on numbers too much, but I told them in two day before, obviously I know 10 very well, know his family and they're great people. Uh, and he's a great human being, but I told our guys, guys, statistically, he's the second best. You don't even know who the first best is because the first, the guy that's leading the league, he hasn't taken as many threes. Number 10 is going to shoot it every single time he touches it. And I'm telling you, in my opinion, as an, evalu- as an evaluator, he's the best shooter in the league because he has length and he's never putting it on the floor. And so much of their plays, you have to guard it on ball side. But the action on the ball side is all a decoy because it's about to be 10 on the weak side. And so uh, that's that's what it was. And I think uh, in the last – their games this past week, uh, I think he had shot seven threes in each game. And it's been a long time. Uh, I think we've only won one game this year when the opponent made more than 10 threes. And I think he had four at half. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So he played incredibly well. Just about everyone gets cataracts, but you don't have to compromise clear, complete vision. Texas Regional Eye Center is proud to offer the Panoptics Trifocal Lens. Traditional monofocal lenses only give you distance, but the Panoptics lens can do much more. See far away, see at arm's length, and see up close. Dr. William Riggs, Dr. Kyle Varvel, and Dr. James Lee, giving you your best vision at Texas Regional Eye Center. Call 774-0498. That's 774-0498 back to Anderson too I know uh, Tyrese said that offensive rebound and kind of the gritty layup there at the end that was the game when he points he said they call that an Anderson play how, how, how do you describe an, an, an uh, he has a very unique spirit I don't know how many times you've had access to him um, it's very lovable uh, it's very competitive but because English is not his first language uh, there's uniqueness to the vibe of it, but he, he's, I would say he's probably the most beloved player in the program. Uh, and Boots said that because it, you don't really know how to articulate like, well, it's just Andy. You know what I mean? Um, he can imitate me better than Henry. Uh, and I've really connected with him, but Everyone has. 
and everyone thinks highly of him as a player. And he's very receptive to when we're trying to help him. And I think that's hard when you're a portal guy and you walk into a program that's probably unique to him relative to his college experience prior to coming here. But he's never turned a blind eye. He's never uh, turned the cheek. Like he's he's been he's embraced it and. Our guys think he can really play. And sometimes I think his self-confidence is lower than you would expect. But I think because he's been so accepted here, I think his confidence level is higher. And with the week that he's had, like, he was – I mean, uh, Henry didn't play his normal second-half minutes at Auburn because Andy was playing so well. And Henry was the loudest – person on the bench he was so engaged in helping Andy and like that's that's rare when your peers are giving that level of confidence and love particularly when you've been here five months hey Buzz in the uh, first half when y'all shot 19 three-pointers um we didn't shoot 19 you didn't it says five of 19 right here Sweetheart, that's the whole game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it wrong. First half, y'all shot 13. Three of 13. Um, is, were, were those the shows, uh, I mean, the shots y'all were looking for, or did y'all get out of, out of uh, y'all's game at all? Well, uh, there were some things that we had identified that I thought would allow us to pick up the pace of the game. Uh, they played a we played a sixty three possession game. They were two hundred and eighty first in the country in tempo. Uh, we're statistically pretty good in the first six seconds of the shot clock. So there were what we call a lot of throw aheads tonight, and uh, I think five of those thirteen came off throw aheads, which is one way we thought we would attack, and I think that that helped us. Uh, there may have been one that happened in the flow of half-court offense that I would have object to. I thought the key in the second half would be for us to finish more possessions with the defensive rebound. I thought that they really hurt us on the offensive glass. They were ahead on the offensive glass and the defensive glass in the first half. And then the other key, can we finish a possession with the defensive rebound? And then the other key, we have to get to the bonus first. Uh, I think us getting to the bonus, that, as you've heard me say multiple times, that's a key part of what we do offensively. Can we get extra shots from the offensive rebounds? And then can we get fouled? And I think that we were better finishing the possession with the rebound. I think we had one turkey in the first half. I don't know how many we finished with, but... Our offense was fine. We finished at 1.14 in a 63-possession game. Our defense is where we failed, uh, partly because of their expertise and uh, what they do in the half court, but also w what aided their numbers were. We didn't they, – they had too many offensive rebounds. They, they, had, they had 11 offensive rebounds. Time for a couple more. Buzz, I probably referenced the old days too much, but that environment reminded me of back in 06 when y'all got things going. It was a lot of fun. Um I just said this um, to the radio guys, Brent, like I, it's been an emotional week in a good way. And um, I do not think that our guys were bad, but I don't think that we had the overwhelming emotional energy that we typically play with. And I think it's human nature off a big win, off a big road win. And then you walk into a crowd like that and you go, whew, man, I'm glad we're at home and I'm glad all these people showed up. And this is going to be easier. And I was telling them at halftime, guys, everything that we're doing is difficult. Everything. Not who we're playing, not where we're playing, all of it. And we need to embrace 
that our physical energy, our mental energy, our emotional energy, I, Brent, I think that some of those threes that 10 hit in the first half, we were a second and a half late on the closeout. They knew what was going, but mentally we just weren't, hey, sharp. You know, we did, our, our antennas weren't up like it was our mental gas tank was low. Our emotional gas tank was low. And I honestly believe if the students didn't have the presence that they had and the community did not support us the way that we did tonight, I think that their energy replaced our emotional energy. And I think that they were the difference. I honestly do. Yes, I'm thankful they were here. Yes, I thought it was a great environment. Yes, I think there's a groundswell of support because of how we're playing that is, um, I think it resonates with people because we try so hard. But I thought tonight that the ambiance of Reed completely changed the game because we're down at half and everybody's trying to help us. And then when we finally started having some level of consistency in what we were doing, that energy supplied us uh, almost intravenously. It, it's uh, we're thankful for sure. Thanks for bringing it up. I should have said that before Olin or Travis's first question. All right, that's Buzz after the game. Good crowd Saturday night. Should be another good one next Saturday night with Georgia coming in at Arkansas tomorrow. Going to be very difficult. We will talk. With the writers coming up, uh, Cease and Rusty will be here in the second hour. I'm sure we will discuss that and other stuff that's coming up. You know, we are two weeks from tomorrow, guys, from Valentine's Day. Did you realize that? No, you didn't. That's why I'm telling you. And I've got a great suggestion That would be a gift certificate from Galleria Spa Salon Boutique or Galleria Day Spa on Rock Prairie Road. The Spa Salon Boutique is in Century Square. You have two places you can go. Now, you can do it online at GalleriaSpaSalon.com. But I'm telling you, if you go in, they will wrap that certificate and make it look special in ways that you can't do, all right, or won't do, either one. Uh, So whether it's for a manicure, pedicure, massage, a gift certificate for the boutique, whatever it is, they're going to take care of you for Valentine's. Thank me later. Go online at GalleriaSpaSalon.com, GalleriaSpaSalon.com. Chuck, I think now is a great time to remodel. I agree, Suzanne. At Brothers Valley Floor and Design, we have the floor, lighting, and countertop products you need to do the job right. Don't let supply chain woes get you down. We keep hundreds of items in stock to serve you. Add value to your home and make it feel like brand new. Visit us on Welburn Road at Rock Prairie or at bbflooranddesign.com. At Brothers Valley Floor and Design, you'll always find the largest selection at the best prices. And that's a promise. So we have the writers uh, today. Uh, As a result, we couldn't get to this, but I'm just telling you tomorrow, I'm going to replay an interview I did with Ken Mansfield. Ken Mansfield was the U.S. manager for Apple Records when the Beatles performed their final concert on top of the Apple building in London on this day. In 1969, 54 years ago today, the Beatles played 42 minutes before the police pulled the plug. It was the last time they ever played together in public. They finished their album, but in public, that was it. Ken Mansfield was there. He was the man in the white coat. I'll have him explain that when you hear it tomorrow. So phone the neighbors, wake the friends. We will uh, 
do that interview tomorrow with Ken Mansfield and the book he wrote, uh, The Man in the White Coat. And it is it's just fantastic. It's a phenomenal read with great information from a guy who happened to be there when history was made. Um, so we'll do that tomorrow. We'll have some buzz previewing Arkansas tomorrow. We will have a high school report tomorrow. Zach's days as our high school report king winding down. Tomorrow will be his next to last. He is out of here on Friday. It's okay. Sean's taking Zach's place. He's going to be around. Um, and I'm sure we'll visit more. In fact, we're going to try. We, we may try to visit with Zach uh before the week is over. All right, um, let's do this. Uh, we were we were talking about the Vanderbilt game and the win, uh, 72-66 over the Commodores on Saturday night. Uh, I thought Wednesday night, uh, best game of the year by the Aggie basketball team. The best game of the year. And... I think that's the kind of game they are going to have to play from now on, okay? From now through March. Um, and again, we'll talk to the writers about that here in about 30 minutes. Let's hear post-game from Tyrese Radford, who ended up with 14 points and four rebounds. Henry Coleman had 18 points and six rebounds. How crazy was that? The way the, the the momentum swings in that game. You know, to be playing in that, and y'all go on a 15-2 run to take the lead. They go on a 15-1 run to take it back, and then y'all don't let them score for the last three minutes. It was fun. Uh, <clears throat> the whole environment was just fun. I feel like the fans was locked in. Uh, that's what we needed. The, my team was locked in. Coaching staff was locked in. It was just like a fun moment. But um, we stuck it out and got the win. Obviously, like, those environments are what, like, you dream for. Like, mm-hmm. playing close games, no matter what league you're in, you know. Those are what, you know, every kid in driveway shooting for, you know. Like, playing that game, playing that environment was special. And I thought the way our, you know, the whole team handled it, the way the coaches handled it, nobody seemed very nervous towards the end. The coaches just talked about it. It's just kind of stuff that we do. We knew that, you know, this game was going to be a, a pretty tough game. Vanderbilt's a very hard team to guard. They run a lot of actions. Um, but I thought the way, you know, how we responded when we got down and, you know, even when we were up, how we were responding, I thought was, you know, really good. So no frustration when that lead evaporated? No, because you're playing, you're playing, you know, SEC basketball stuff happens. You know, if you're, you know, so reaction kind of kind of game, if you're worried about, you know, what just happened on that last play, you're going to stay on that last play and then so that play's going to affect this play. So, you know, you have to kind of, you know, what's next? We talk about it all the time in the, in the locker room during practice. You know, what's next? What's, our, what's your mentality? You have to be prepared for the, for the moment and the next moment. You guys scored a lot, but how big was, uh, from y'all's perspective, was uh, Anderson's uh, offensive rebound putback? Uh, lately, Andy been playing big minutes. He's been doing a very good job. Uh, I give him praise with that, too. Um, but as a guy that, that comes off the bench, um, <clears throat> He's, he stays prepared. He stays on his toes, stays ready to um, any given night to come in and play minutes like that. Um, that that was an Andy play. <laughs> uh, the more you see him play, the more you will see plays that he make, and he's a he's a he's a wonderful player. I know free throw shooting has been lights out for y'all. What was kind of going on there at the end of the game, and and just tr- trying to make it a little bit more interesting for everybody. <laughs> Make sure the fans didn't leave uh, too early. We were talking about that in, in the huddle at half court. We were like, we don't want the fans stuff to leave. It's too good of an environment. So I guess we had to miss a couple. But no, I thought, you know, we got to free the line well tonight. Um, I thought, I mean, that's one of the things that, we, you know, we try to do each and every day is, you know, mm-hmm. come in. Most guys shoot 100 free throws. Coach kind of has mm-hmm. us doing that. And so, you know, we're going to shoot 100 free throws tomorrow and we're going to be prepared to play on Tuesday and, you know, try to get to the free throw line and knock them down. Yeah. Terrence, I know with the way that y'all run your defense, you want to force some guys to shoot some th- more threes than the normal 
lonely going to, but with the kind of shooters they had, how do you kind of manage defense like that when you, you want to let them shoot more threes, but they have such a good three-point shooter? Uh, I mean, we came into the game uh, knowing who's going to shoot the ball. Um, they made a, they started off making um, a lot of threes, and we just had to make that adjustment to um, kind of step over, take extra one step or two um, to the shooters and um, kind of make them put it on the floor because that's not something, you know, they want to do uh, specifically. Um, the coaches made the adjustment, uh, and I think we kind of adjusted also. I know you have talked about it at length, but what did it mean to you to wear that jersey tonight? Uh, it mean a lot. Um, I actually got a text from Luke and Josh on our staff to uh, come up to the office, and they surprised me with the jersey. So it mean a lot to me. Uh, I know she was watching. She texted me before the game saying she was watching, and um, good luck, and uh, just do what I know them to do. So it means a lot. Are you going to give her the jersey, or how's that going to uh, Yeah, I'm going to. I got to wash it first. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I think I'm going to wash it, sign it, and send it to her. So, yeah, I think it'd be a nice gift. Anything else? So, Henry, in uh, fishing terms, this is this a game you take a picture of? Yeah, 100%. This is one of those games that, you know, it prepares you, it helps you, um, it makes you, you know, realize that every game, um, you know, Coach talks about all the time, any given Sunday. You know, it's like we, we talked about that before, the, you know, uh, Auburn game and stuff before the Kentucky game. Like any any game you play in the SEC, you can lose. You come out. We learned that last year. You know, you come out and you're not prepared. Somebody can kind of punch you in the mouth mouth first, and you can kind of get knocked back. But I thought, you know, once we kind of got hit with that first punch, I thought that everybody responded super yeah. well. I know the crowd helped us in a major way. Yes. So you know, shout out to you know twelfth man. I thought, I mean, especially down the stretch, they were so loud and. That, yeah. as a basketball player, we try to say that stuff doesn't affect us, but on the road in that environment, that definitely affects you. I think when the opposite when the opposite team is at the free throw line and our fan section just ran to the side, I think it, it kind of tricked, like, just, they know it's going to happen because obviously they watched us play at home before, but it just catches you off guard. You never know when they're going to do it, too. So, um, tomorrow night in Fayetteville, it's the Aggies and the Piggies. Their 166th game that they will play. Arkansas holds a decided advantage, 107 to 58. And of course, in a couple of weeks, they will be back here on uh, Wednesday night, February 15th. Buzz Williams has not won at Fayetteville. Buzz has split six meetings with the Piggies, winning three at home, losing three in Fayetteville. And how about this first stat? A&M has one win in the last 35 years in Fayetteville. They are one in 14 during that span. They won 87 to 80 four years ago. Okay, so they have not had a lot of success in Vietnam. I'm going to take a break. I'll come back. We're going to talk about those old days at the barn, at Barn Hill Arena. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Elms Orthodontics and Oscar and Sons. A smile goes a long way towards having a great day. Dr. Elms makes smiles easier with orthodontics for patients of all ages. Invest in the gift of a smile for yourself or your children and see how it can open doors to a happier, healthier you. Imagine changing your life for the better with a simple smile using the latest advanced techniques from Dr. Troy Elms. DrElms.com so you didn't see the trailer, other car, fence, and now your vehicle needs body work. So you need Oscar and Sons Body Shop. The family business has spent over 40 years undoing damage, both large and small, and they give free estimates at their location. Family owned and operated. When quality counts, remember Oscar and Sons Body Shop in Bryan. Call 979-778-6736 or click OscarAndSons.com.
Glad to have you along with us here on this Monday edition of the program. We will spend most of the week breaking down the Super Bowl matchup uh, between Sean. Who's who's playing in the Super Bowl? Eagles and Chiefs. Eagles and Chiefs. I knew that the Eagles and the Chiefs. Huge Super Bowl game. And then, of course, we've got signing day on Wednesday, and that's always the biggest day of the year here on our show. So, huge week uh, for us. So, Eddie Sutton came to coach at Arkansas in 1974. He left in 1985. And it's... Been a minute since the Aggies won in Fayetteville. I tell you what, when Eddie Sutton came there, and they had the old Barnhill Arena, aptly named, it was a barn. It held about nine thousand people, and I think they'd put about eleven thousand in every game. And that was one of the best home court advantages I have ever seen in basketball certainly that I've I've ever been to uh, I've been to Kansas that is an unbelievable environment I kind of liken it to Kansas it was just that in Fayetteville it was kind of smaller it was more cramped I will tell you that the fans were much more hostile in Fayetteville than they were in Lawrence, for the most part, those fans are for their team. In Vietnam, they are against the other team. They don't mind throwing bottles, cans, popcorn boxes. Players and broadcasters have hidden under the table before at that place. It was a brutal place to go play basketball. And I say that with great admiration, not for people who threw things, not that. It's just they created an environment that most teams did not want any part of. And when you went in there, you knew it was going to be a long game. I tell you, I kind of liken it to Kyle Field right in the in the 90s when RC's teams were unbeatable here and the teams that came knew that they had no shot and the fans were going to just be on top of them and all over them from start to finish. It, it was a lot like that. So the fact that A&M has only won one game in Arkansas in the last 35 years, I will tell you there are a lot of other teams that didn't have – Great records during that time, especially. Now, Bud Walton holds a lot more people, way more than twice as many. And that's a home court advantage as well. And it's going to be difficult tomorrow night. Very difficult. And Arkansas is desperate. You know, that's the other thing. You look at what the piggy people have done, and man, they have they have lost some leads. They did it at Waco in the challenge on Saturday. They have got some young guys playing. They're really talented. I mean, they are very talented. Um, they've also got one of their best players hurt, Nick Smith an NBA-caliber guy. I don't know when or if he will be back this season. But Ricky Council and Anthony Black have been phenomenal. Those two are as good as any almost any duo in the country. So it's going to be hard tomorrow night. Um, let's hear a little bit from uh, Jerry Stackhouse. Uh, the Vanderbilt coach, uh, after the game on Saturday. I love the job that he has done there. Uh, um, they shot 32 threes on, on Saturday. They came very close. They have given teams fits. Um, 
and and um, I mean, just about everybody they played, they they have given teams absolute fits. And Studi, as you heard the coach talking about, is the best shooter in the league. And he was the first half especially. Good gosh. He was great. Uh, here is Jerry Stackhouse afterward. It was really, that was a really entertaining game. I thought our guys came, both teams came out and competed really hard. Um, came down to, you know, execution, late game. Uh, and I, I didn't think we were great in our late game execution. Um, but, you know, and, I mean, that's on both ends offensively. And um, there had, had a couple of key plays down the stretch where we didn't really get looks at the baskets. Had, had a couple turnovers there. And, um Defensively, I thought I thought we played pretty good defense after we kind of figured out their ball screen um, where they, they had a stretch there where they got away from us a little bit with with their ball screen. We figured that out, got some key stops, but didn't but didn't come up with the the rebound. Um, again, I think you know, Anderson Garcia probably only finished with five points tonight, but I, I probably would give you know he he was probably the MVP of this game. You know, having six offensive rebounds, he he kept balls alive for him. And gave them second chance opportunities. Can't can't afford to give teams, especially on the road, those those second chance opportunities. And that was the difference in the game tonight. Questions for Miles. Miles, with how AM runs their defense, did you expect that this could be a, a, a big night for you and getting some some threes? Um, I mean, I, I know by the numbers they're one of the teams uh, I think in the country that gives up a large amount of threes. Um, so with that in mind, I just wanted to come in, play aggressive, play my game, um, understand the film that I had watched, and. and uh, the research that your coaches had helped me with and just coming with an aggressive mindset. Did, did you see, did they adjust their defense a little bit at the, at the end of the game? Uh, what did you see yeah. from them? Yeah, I thought so. Um, I thought they ran out at me a little bit harder, um, kind of became more cognizant of me as I hit a few shots, like you said, toward the late game. Um, started sending guys at me a lot more. A um, couple, uh, two guys ran out at me um, in a few moments, so I just tried to make the right play, make the right pass, whatever that case may be in that, uh, in that moment. Any other questions from Miles? Okay. Appreciate it. Coach. Coach, how tough is it to watch this one kind of whittle away at the end after you guys were down 13, got it back to even, and then have it slip away from the last minute? Yeah, it's just been, uh, it was at that three minute mark. Uh, we got back in it, and it was like it was just a, a matter of us, you know, getting getting stops. And, um, and I thought we played pretty good defense. I mean, I got to go back and look at it and just kind of see, but it just felt like every. Every time the ball went up, you know they got a, they got a second chance at it. You know, late in the game, and you just can't you know can't can't afford to give up those you know those key second shots. They're eventually going to get something good, and they did. Um, and then uh, you know I thought we just I don't know we didn't we you know, when we had when the game was tied there we just just took didn't take the right shots. Um, again, thought we really should put a lot of pressure on the rim. You know that that's our game putting pressure on the rim. You know, they, they, they really converged on the ball, and I thought we would have got some opportunities, but we settled for pull-ups. We got got too deep one time and, you know, maybe had a chance to, to draw a foul. But they, you know, again, very handsy team, you know, teams that really reach and, 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 and get their hands on a lot of balls, and they got got their hands on the key ball there late in the game there too and, and got a steal too, and that really kind of kind of sealed the game and got it away from us. Coach, when uh, A.M. went on that run, I think they took a 10-point lead into the seven-minute whatever timeout. What was your message that spurred your guys on to be able to come back and you know, go on that, what was it, 15-1 run? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're never out of the game. I mean, we know that we're, we're capable of, you know, when we execute and when, you know, offensively that we're, we're, we can get good, luck, get, get good looks and we've got good shooters that can make shots and, and have taken and made big shots for us in the past, so so we're not we never we never feel that we're out of a game, and and obviously we feel that we can string together some stops. I thought we played good defense. We just you know didn't find a way to secure the ball, and that and you know that's I mean, and that's the that's how you tie in the um, you know your defense. No matter how good you play for you know 24, 25, 26 seconds, if you can't secure that rebound, then um, it's it's kind of all for not, and, and that. You know that that hampers it's hampered us tonight. I know AM AM has the way that they like to run their defense that that forces more threes. But uh, did you were you a little surprised that they weren't closing out on Miles as, as well as they did early, and he was able to get into that rhythm? No, uh, I, mean, I didn't think they were. I mean, I thought we ran good sets. I thought we screened. You know, what I'm saying that was why we were able to get some good looks, and I thought he was. Um, 
you know, he's patient. You know, sometimes when they, they ran him off, he had a couple sidesteps. Uh, even the ones that he was missed were, were really good looks for him. I thought Trey took a couple of, um, you know, maybe marginal ones where guys were running at him to where he maybe could have put it on the floor. Um, you know, early in, the, you know, where, where he still had some time in the shot clock where he could maybe sidestep or, or maybe make an extra pass. I mean, we, we knew where we were, who we were playing. I mean, they, they're not going to abandon who they are and their style. I mean, they sent a lot of guys as shooters, um, you know, without a lot of, you know, scheme to it. So if you, you're patient and, and, and move the ball, that you can, you can get good looks. And I thought we got those all night. That's Jerry Stackhouse after the game. Uh, by the way, you, you've got to, You've got to catch some breaks along the way if you have a good year. And Vanderbilt was without its big post guy. And that was a big loss for them, especially in such a close game on on Saturday evening. So a bit of a break for the Aggies. They'll go to Fayetteville and see what happens tomorrow. We're going to talk to the writers coming up again tomorrow. We'll have a high school report We'll have uh, Buzz pregame on the Piggy People and Ken Mansfield, man in the white coat, on the final Beatles rooftop concert at Apple Records, which took place 54 years ago today. Um, Oliver Brothers has been part of our community for about that long. Maybe even longer. I don't know. You know, Larry's he's getting on up there. Actually, they're doing good over at Oliver Brothers. I saw Larry not that long ago. They've been busy. If you've got transmission difficulties, there is one place to go in town, and that's the people who specialize in it every day. Oliver Brothers at 2107 Cabot, a block off of Texas in Bryan. Call them up, make an appointment, 822-7878, 822-7878, or online at oliverbrotherstransmissions.com. They specialize in rebuilt automatic transmissions. They do manual transmission service. Uh, lots of years of experience with shops in Bryan, Waco, Temple, and Coppers Cove. Their motto says it all, no one knows transmissions like we do at Oliver Brothers. Producers Cooperative Association was started by the farmers and ranchers of the Brazos Valley in 1943 and ever since has been the area's agricultural provider. We've grown to be the largest member-owned agricultural cooperative in the state of Texas with the mission to provide agriculture with the needed products, programs, and services. Everything ag. We have it. All of it. Stop by and visit us or call us at 979-778-6000. Nothing improves the value of your home like a new kitchen or bathroom. Hi, I'm Joe Orsack. For 22 years now, Marblecraft has served thousands of Brazos Valley residents, providing all of the products and services needed to make your kitchen or bath look new again. From cabinets, painting, glass shower doors, cultured marble, Tiverian, quartz, and granite countertops starting at $29 a square foot. Call Marblecraft today at 846-3881 or visit our showroom at 702 West Carson Street in Bryan. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. But an estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily amount of physical activity. It's time to move and keep moving, America. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. All right, we'll go to the top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. The writers will be with us when we come back after the news. Sports Radio 1150 AM, 93.7 FM. KZ&E College Station, Bryan, Texas.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.